This is episode two of the Spongella Play Blast podcast, and today I'm going to talk about myself. <laughs> Before recording some of the animation-related episodes, I thought I would redo the YouTube clip of my introduction and talk a little bit about myself, who I am, and why I love chocolate. <laughs> I was born in Switzerland in the 70s. There I reveal my age. Okay, it was 1977. I am over 40 years old. But also born during the whole Star Wars craze and Yana Jones, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, all the 80s. That was my childhood. And that's where my early interests were and still are. Just those type of movies, the comedies, the sci-fi movies, those type of effects. So very early on, I was very much into Star Wars, Yana Jones. And because of that, ILM, animation, special effects. And it also helped that my dad was collecting movies. Actually, one of my earliest memories are of a wall full of VHS tapes. My crib with the bars and looking to the right and seeing a ton of tapes. So throughout my childhood, we were watching a lot of movies, TV shows, documentaries, also playing a lot of video games. So the world of effects and animation, I think, has always been part of me. And not that I knew exactly that I wanted to do animation, but it was definitely something within that field. I grew up in the German part of Switzerland, in Lucerne, close to Zurich, if anybody out there knows Zurich. It's a beautiful country, nice weather sometimes. <laughs> it's actually raining a lot, but the nice summers are really nice. The lakes are very clean. I have very fond memories of my childhood in Switzerland. Finished school there, did a little bit of military service, and by a little bit, I mean nine days. It's actually mandatory for Swiss people, but due to my crazy allergies, I had to quit. Then took a year off to kind of figure out what I wanted to do, and I traveled through Europe, kind of a backpack tour with a very, very good friend of mine about for three months. Worked some summer jobs, saved up the money, and then did that trip. Came back, and I think during that trip, I decided that I wanted to do special effects. Not that I knew exactly what, that meant and what you would have to study but it was kind of closer to knowing something before that I was kind of aimless and thanks to my dad who encouraged me to explore the roots of those companies and where the special effects are being created what the top companies are I kind of looked around and realized that there wasn't really much in Switzerland and that I had to go to the states so I kind of looked around New York LA San Francisco and the Academy of Art caught my eye because of the very inviting um, foreign students applications. Also because you didn't have to have a portfolio, which I didn't. And out of all the schools that I contacted, they were the first ones to reply and they were really, really nice. Uh, and it felt all very, very smooth sailing. And also helped that a lot of students that went to the academy went off to go to Pixar and ILM. So it felt like the graduates had a pretty good record of working at those top companies. Also, ILM was close to San Francisco, so I thought, well, let's go to the source, let's be close by. That should be something that um, I should pursue, which I did. So I left and I got to the Academy of Art College back then. It was not university. It was the Academy of Art College. And I got there in fall 1999 and I started a visual effects track. And after taking the first class, basically the first five, 10 minutes realizing that it's all math and physics and scripting and all that good stuff that I was kind of interested in, but that wasn't really my thing. I quit that class right away, went to my advisor and said, listen, all that 
scripting and math stuff wasn't really my thing. I was more into hands-on work. And then uh, she suggested animation. So I switched over to animation. And I have to say, I liked it. And I was happy to see that I wasn't bad at it. I wasn't saying it was great, but there was an interest. It kind of clicked. And after a few more computer-centric classes, like Maya 1 and 2, where you learn the software and it's not really about animation, I finally took Maya 3. And that was the second to last semester at the Academy. And that was with Lisa Mullins. And that was the full introduction to the animation principles and analyzing Disney movies and whatever cartoons we could find and just more history of animation. It was just a really good exposure into what it takes to be an animator. And I was absolutely hooked. But it was also the second to last semester. So there wasn't that much time. And by the end of my education, I started taking a lot of classes online as well so I could graduate in May instead of the fall I for some reason I thought that might be just a better schedule but I ended up graduating in May 2003 so I had my Maya 3 class in fall and then Maya 3 again in spring and another animation class graduated set off a couple of reels um, I got two interviews at well I got one interview at ESC for the second matrix and then I heard that the company behind Starship Troopers 2 was interested in me as well. But because I applied for the uh, OPT, that's the optional practical training, it's called the uh, for the work visa, uh, too late, I had no work visa and they couldn't employ me. So I couldn't hire me. So Starship Troopers 2 and The Matrix 2 fell through. So I spent the rest of the summer working on my own little clips and trying to post my reel online. That was way back in the day when Online forums and online reels were a pretty new thing. So my reel was all on a VHS tape. I had to copy my animation onto a tape and print out the labels, put that into the envelopes and ship it out. It was an expensive <laughs> endeavor. And then I went back to the academy for one more semester in fall. It was kind of a personal enrichment class, as they called it. And after that, I had a brand new reel, sent it out again the same way, all envelope on tape. I had a pre-stamped, a uh, card that said, thanks for looking at my reel. And uh, I think out of like 40, 50 or 60 reels that I sent out, I think I got four or five postcards back. No one took the time to uh, to <laughs> mail that pre-stamped uh, card back to me. Then things progressed pretty quickly. I got an interview at Tippett. Uh, they flew me out for an interview at Sony in LA. And then I got an interview at Factor 5, which I think was the first interview I had. It was a fantastic interview. Hours long, but such cool people. And then eventually an interview at ILM. There I was very lucky to get the internship. And I ended up starting at ILM, uh, when was that? January 28th, 2004. And I've been at ILM ever since. I think this January coming up, it's going to be 15 years. Yeah, and that's about it. That was kind of my... My track towards animation, how I got there. Um, yeah, I've been lucky to have been employed there ever since. Worked on Star Wars and Transformers and Star Trek, a little bit of Rango and Harry Potter and all kinds of movies. Um, just a lot of different type of things with creatures and mocap and keyframe, performance, vehicles. Yeah, creatures, just all kinds of stuff. Um, it's kind of a cool thing at ILM that the projects can be pretty short to pretty long. So you can do maybe two, three months with a couple of creatures, and then you do a longer stint on Transformers with robots, and then you do a couple more months or full year on Star Wars with creatures and vehicles. So it's a really good variety. 
um, you know, the hours they go, they range from normal hours to a lot of overtime, depending on the project. But that's kind of it. And then I actually started teaching at the academy in 2007, I believe, or six. I have to double check. I think it's somewhere around there. Uh, and I stayed there for a couple of years. And then I branched off and did my own workshops in the city. I rented out a an office space and also did my online workshops. But then I went back to the academy for uh, physical classes. But I kept my um, online workshops. And I also started a couple of years before that at Animation Mentor. And I am still doing that. I'm still doing Animation Mentor. I just finished a creature class. I'm going to continue in fall. It's a bit of a summer break right now. I still have my online workshops and I'm posting all my critiques on my, on my YouTube channel. And the academy is the same thing. I got a class or two in spring and fall. They kind of stopped doing summer classes. So summer is, is a good little break from everything. And um, yeah, spring and fall, that's usually when I pick it back up. I live about an hour away from work. I got a wife and two fantastic kids and a dog, a super cute little beagle named Indy. And I continue to watch a lot of movies, play video games when I can, computer games as well, all that stuff, all the same interests, listening to music, just mixed in with a lot of family time. I try to have a really good work-life balance. I think that's really key to not burning out at work. And now I started my endeavor uh, putting all my lectures and critiques on YouTube, which has been a very, very interesting and Really fun in there as well, just recording and editing. Um, and after a few comments and my initial plan of also releasing a podcast and then those comments also asking about it, um, I am now sitting here and recording my second episode and I will continue with the third one very soon and so on and so on. I will try to catch up with all the topics covered on my YouTube channel. And as I mentioned in the intro, veer off and do podcast-specific stuff, which you won't find on the YouTube channel. But that's about it. I keep saying that, but I think that is it. If I have any important links, you will see those in the show notes. I will link to my YouTube channel. Episode 3 is going to be more about my workshop, in case you want some more information about that. And then I'm going to start with animation topics, but I might shoehorn a hereditary commentary in there. I just watched it yesterday. It was fantastic. It was super disturbing, but it was really cool. And I wanted to quickly talk about that one and then put a link to a very, very interesting AMA with the director on Reddit. I think that is it again, yet again. It's like Lord of the Rings, all those multiple endings. But let's call this done and I will have your ear hopefully for episode 3.